for tuning in to House Things, a podcast and radio show from the David A. Howe Public Library, recorded right here in Wellsville, New York. My guest today is my old friend Kate Miller. Kate, welcome back. Hey, thanks, Nick. Good to be here. Uh, last... <laughs> Under coercion, sure. always. Yes, yes. The last full episode you're here, I'm trying to think, I think that's when we were talking uh, Mercy Thompson, right? Patricia Briggs. Uh, Patricia yes, Briggs probably. Was that uh, March, Women's History Month? Yes, or was, was our... <laughs> Was our Warriors chat after that? We've done, we've had some doozies. No, it was. We've had it some was doozies. because that was closer to uh, that was summer reading. Summer reading, program. so that would have been June. That's right. Yes. Have you read any more Warriors since last time? I, I have not. You haven't. I admit, I have not. No. I, <laughs> I put book two have on you? hold. No, I put book two on hold, and it came in for me, and I was like, oh yeah, I should read this, and then I was like, meh. <laughs> So, it's it's just there's so much else out there, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's always yeah. Uh, it's always a choice. Well, November is picture book month, Kate. So Yes, it is. I think we dig in. I think we dig into some picture books. But I uh, think so, too. Before we do that, I want to hear what you're reading right now. I know that it's not Warriors. So let's find out. It where, is not. Let's find out where Kate's bookmark is. I had to pull up my Goodreads because I can't keep track of things ever. That's fair. I'm reading The Mysterious Benedict Society okay. uh, by Trenton Lee Stewart. Have you ever heard of that one? I have. I think Disney Plus is coming out with a show based oh. on this book okay so my family and i saw that and i was like oh i'll grab it we'll read it and then we'll watch it together you know kind of a whole package deal i didn't realize it's like 470 pages long (laughs) so we are trudging through it but it's a really good book Mm. we're just slow moving so we're we've been reading that for a while and if we you know do a youth media awards kind of uh podcast in february i'll probably still be reading it okay um, personally, I am reading The Hawthorne Legacy by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Oh, okay. It's the sequel to The Inheritance Game, which just came out okay. like a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just devouring it. It is so good. What kind of Obviously, book is that? Oh, it's a young adult, almost action-adventure kind of thing. Oh. A teenage girl in the first book starts off she's living in her car and then mysteriously inherits like one of the biggest billionaire in texas his entire estate oh so she goes from nothing to everything but there's all these clues and mysteries and she has to live in the house for a year the billionaire had disinherited all of his family which was two children and four grandchildren and so it's just this whole mystery of like why did she get the whole inheritance huh. and nobody else did and the first one was a it's a super fast read it's like it's like an adrenaline junkie is mm-hmm. all i can think of is i keep reading it and i'm like ooh, you know what twist is going to happen next what's coming next so it's really fun and this one i'm about halfway through and i've only been reading it for a few days huh. so it's, it's the same kind of read you just can't put it down you gotta know what's that. coming around the next turn yeah it's really fun that I really is cool like it that sounds good. So that's uh, about that's about what I've been reading. What about you, Nick? Well, I just finished the latest John Grisham, which is called The Judges List. And okay. they made a big deal about it. This is the first time John Grisham has written a book about a serial killer. And it's it's hard to spoil it because you know all the facts from the beginning and they never change. Oh, no. So... <laughs> Uh, that's no fun no so much not like the inheritance games (laughs) yes the basic premise is that there's a there's a judge who is a very methodical serial killer and somebody's onto them and takes it to this board that like their whole role is to go after judges and it just stays on that level like i don't know there's just there's not really any twists you have to take a lot of like 
okay, fine, I'll go along with it, you know, because I think there's a lot of things that don't really make sense. This, to me, feels like it would have been a really interesting short story or a novella, but stretching oh, out go. to full length, I don't know. It, it to me, feels like, you know, John Grisham writing a James Patterson novel. And I don't mean that what? as a compliment. You know, it just... <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like it. So I was disappointed, but... Well, that's too bad, because, like, the, the concept is kind of interesting. Like, it is. I'm like, oh, yeah. a judge that's a serial killer, yeah. huh? You know, but, like, if that's that's all it is then the the judge character though is to me was very like one-dimensional it was just kind of like yes he's an evil serial killer and it's just like he's not trying to uphold the law and you know it's right yeah he's just evil yeah and so there's just a lot of it just to me i kept asking well like how how did he get this far in his career like how I, i don't know it was uh it you know i will say it helped pass the time while i was recuperating stuck in bed (laughs) Uh, that I did, is one benefit. I read least. it quickly. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I was bored necessarily, but I was happy to be done with it and would yeah. not put it on my list of even top 10 Grishams. I mean, it, it's Ooh. definitely towards the bottom. Well, there needs to be a bottom of every list, though, I suppose. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I finished out Matt Fraction's Hawkeye Run. These are graphic novels following the character mm-hmm. Hawkeye. I started the series a long time ago and really liked it. And just kind of got away from it. But with a new Hawkeye show coming out, introducing the Kate Bishop character mm-hmm. into the MCU, um, I wanted to finish the run. So I checked those out. Luckily, I checked those out before I got sick. So I had them with me. Ah, there you go. Finish those. Yeah, that comes out around uh, Thanksgiving time, right? I think it does, yeah. A new show? Soon. Pretty so. soon, yeah. Pretty so excited about that. It was fun. And the uh, the art in them is great. I feel like the art yeah. and like the, the humor is what really sells that series. I feel like Hawkeye, that dry humor of the movie characters, at least, that's yeah. why I love him. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and that's that's definitely pulling from, I think, this run in particular. Nice. Uh, gets, gets some of that in there. I'm currently reading our big library read book right now, Five Total Strangers by Natalie Richards. Mm. And this is decent so far. This is the one where, like, if, you know, if you have Overdriver Livy, anybody can check this out, and we can all, like, read it at the same time. Gotcha. And it is, I, I'm going to say YA... And the the basic setup is that people get snowed in at this airport and these five total strangers decide to uh, rent a car and go where they need to go. Donner party? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just getting to a point in the book where I'm like, oh, something's about to happen now. So I'm liking it so far. It's interesting, but I think I'm just about to get to the meat of it. So so is it like a mystery, thriller, romance? Like what kind of category does it fall under? Right now it's really, I don't even know. It's hard to say. I'm probably hmm. I don't know, maybe a maybe a quarter of the way through it and it's been it's been all set up so far, but interesting setup. You know, and it's not right? it's not boring. I just haven't really got to like whatever the hook or the It twist hasn't is. happened yet. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But I've seen I might have to check that one out then. Yeah, I've seen things that listed as YA horror so I don't know if that's true or not it hasn't happened yet but a few things happened where I was like well if this was horror that would probably be a warning sign right there so we'll see how it goes well that's exciting then yeah yeah I'm liking that I've got our Christmas book club book it's a Martha Grimes uh, Christmas mystery you love your Christmas books right (laughs) I do I do (laughs) yeah yeah that's another one like i don't typically fall into like the oh i'm gonna read a halloween book around halloween yeah. or i'm gonna read a christmas book i feel like i should and then i just never do i'm always i too i mean else. i agree i feel like you should 
as well. Um, <laughs> I think the last time I was on in November, I was like, maybe I will this year. <laughs> didn't happen. Didn't happen. I don't think so. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe this got, year though. We, I've got I've got at least two because I've got to do this Martha Grimes one for the book club, and then I'm gonna okay. do. I like to do like a goofy, cozy Christmas mystery uh, for right. the cozy Christmas episode at the end of the year. So I'm I've started my selection. Uh, I'm narrowing it down to some donut-based Christmas cozy mystery. Ooh. Some Can't Christmas murder in a donut shop, you know, <laughs> something like that. Sure, sure. I'm basically only here for the titles of the cozy mysteries. I love them so much. I think that's really half of the work that goes yeah. into it, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, let's come up with a good I mean, title. <laughs> maybe 75% of the work. Oh, okay. But okay. yeah, that's so I'm reading that. Good. And then I've got some, uh, I've got more, some more comic books. I've been pounding through a lot and I'm sparing you all the comic books that I'm, that I'm reading at the moment. <laughs> but I will say that I'm reading Aquaman Deep Dives by Steve Orlando. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good so far. I have been. And if this were Eric, I'd have something to say about would. that, but I don't. Yeah. Sorry. No, he doesn't care about Aquaman. <laughs> he doesn't care about. Oh, okay, Batman. sorry. But what we could talk about Batman because he didn't know anything about Batman. He right? didn't. No, just was... <laughs> didn't have a lot of knowledge about Batman. That's for sure, and that's a fact. Oh, okay. And no one should that look back fact. at old episodes and question that. <laughs> I mentioned in the last in our mini episode that I had mm-hmm. that I got a breakthrough COVID case and I've been like trapped, isolating in my house, and I don't know why. But my go-to binging shows have been Insecure on HBO, starring Issa Rae. Okay. And the 80s sitcom Perfect Strangers. What? Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Do you remember Perfect Strangers? No, I do not. You don't? That's Larry and Belky. Belky's from, like, some Greek-esque country, and he's, like, he moves in with them. They live in Chicago. Nothing. Wow. I was I was born late 80s. Yeah. Okay. So an 80s sitcom, I might have missed a little bit. All right. All right. Family Matters spun out of Perfect Strangers. Does that help? Oh, okay. Yeah, I liked Family Matters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the mom on Family Matters, (laughs) the mom on Family Matters worked at the newspaper on Perfect Strangers before. Oh. So there's your connection. All right, then. Anyway. Here we go. See, we got there. That's just, uh, I just want to, before we dive into the segment, I just want you to know where my head's at. And it's full of gotcha. a lot of perfect strangers. Gotcha. Okay. So, so if I miss the references, just, uh, you know, <laughs> scooch on over to Urkel there. And we'll see what we can do. I will. I'll drop, I'll drop some <laughs> Urkel references for you. Uh, but it's funny because I don't think anyone in the history of like human civilization has paired insecure and perfect strangers together uh, for a marathon. But, you know. I, hey, I go with what works. You do what you got to do. I got to pass the time. Pass the time. And that was a way to do it. Keep your sanity. Or well. at least try. <laughs> try. <laughs> we'll see. I will try. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's look at uh, let's look at some book news. Look into the future to see what it proves. It's time for book news. I thought since it is picture book month, what better time than now to say what the New York Times bestseller list uh, for picture books are. So here are the best-selling children's picture books from November 14th. 2021 so be a real I feel test like this date. list is always skewed it is skewed and some of these i know we're here the last time we talked about it but let's let's take a look at it anyway okay number 10 with 38 weeks on the list how to catch a unicorn by adam wallace illustrated by andy elkerton children attempt to capture the mythical creature thrilling <laughs> <laughs> just like every other one of those uh-huh, books uh-huh. which they're fun they're fun oh is this really... like a series oh yeah they've got how to oh, catch an okay. elf how to catch a turkey how to catch a leprechaun i think okay all right 
So, I mean, this one's not holiday specific, yeah. so maybe that could be cool. Year round. But yeah. yeah, it's it's always the same kind of thing. They're cutesy. They they've got a really cute rhyme scheme, and the okay. illustrations are usually good. But it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next. Next. Uh, our next one on the list at number nine was sixty-seven weeks on the list. Grumpy Monkey. I've read this one, and I do like this one. Yeah, it's a pretty good. One. Suzanne Lang, illustrated by Max Lang. Jim Panzee. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, right there, that goes back to the cozy mystery. All you need is a hook like that. Right? That's all you need. One good pun, and we're good. I, Jim Panzee is having a bad day. That's the full synopsis. I feel like the genesis of this book, and if I'm wrong, no one correct me, but I feel like no. somebody one day was like, Jim Panzee, you should write a children's book called that. And that's it. <laughs> and that was it. I believe that's I think all that's how most of the best children's books are made i believe that you know what that should be a children's book well okay that. here this might be a controversial opinion on my part so you okay. see what you think here okay. is a book that should not be a series but is uh number eight 18 weeks on the list time for school little blue truck by alice shirtle illustrated by jill mcclemurray blue gives a friend a ride to school isn't that what blue does in every single one of those yes books? that's what i'm saying blue gives the ride somewhere yeah it's 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 kind of played out it is i so i read the first one to my son back in the day like we had it as a board book when he was little yep and you know i've read it a million times and he always loved yep. it then but like i don't know like I, I guess i was okay with the halloween one or like a christmas one all right fine every now and then a spin-off but i don't need i don't need now he's driving someone to school no thanks he's not a school bus he's That's just true. a little blue truck you you're right. Stay in your line, little You're blue right. truck. You're right. <laughs> number <laughs> number seven, 22 weeks on the list. Creepy pair of underwear by Aaron yeah. Reynolds, illustrated by How Peter many Brown. weeks was this one on the list? 22. Is that all? 22 weeks on the list. Jasper Rabbit deals with a pair of glowing underwear that won't go away. Peter Brown is on your list of books we're going to be talking about a little bit, isn't he? He is. How long? That book has been out for so long, though. Sorry. Creepy pair of underwear. Maybe it went off and came back on. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's just so confusing to me. Yes. Like that came out two years ago plus. That's a long time. Well, it probably it, uh, probably anyway. Halloween. It probably just like popped they back got up. Some kind of boost for it. Yes. Oh man! Uh, All right. Number six with two hundred and eighty-six weeks on the list. So we've talked about this before. Uh, yeah. The wonderful things times. you will be by Emily Winfield Martin, a celebration of future possibilities. So just a rip off of other places you'll go. Correct. Yep. Okay. Which I mean, fine. We needed a new version, probably. But I guess I don't think anybody has ever been happy to get that as a graduation <laughs> gift. It's, uh, it's like getting a pair of socks at Christmas. I feel like <laughs> no like, socks oh, are comfortable. Thanks. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, number five, uh, another long one, another long, worthy one here. 332 weeks on the list. Dragons Love Tacos by Adam Rubin, illustrated by Daniel Salmieri. What See, this is where guests? I'm just like, forget it. You're, you're over this one? I'm over, I'm over the list at this point. Because mm. I'm like, okay, yes, you've been on there for like three years. Let's, let's find something new. There should be an expiration date, I guess, is my point. That's a good, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Uh, number four. Oh, here we go. All I had to do was look on the list and I'd, I'd find out. How to Catch yeah. a Turkey by Adam Wallace, yeah. illustrated by Andy Alkerton. Students try to catch a runaway turkey before their Thanksgiving play. Yep. That's all I have to say. Yep. I'm a little... I feel like this year, 
is the first year that since I've had a child that I've been completely out of the loops with picture books because he's just kind of aged out of them. You know, like we still read them sometimes. Like when he comes to the library, he usually picks a handful and we read them. But it used to be more like every night, you know, we'd read these every night. I'm in the same place, you know, Ace is about the same age as Wes. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, let's still sit down and read these. But he's reading his easy readers by himself, you know, so it's yeah. Sad. We've been doing, you know what? I didn't mention this in Bookmark, but I'm going to mention it now because this is what Weston and I have been reading before bedtime every night. And that is The Ice Monster by David Williams with illustrations by Tony Rost. Are you familiar with this author at all? I don't think so. Okay. I wasn't either. But there's a lot of these books. And I keep meaning to talk to you about this because I know you're a big Roald Dahl fan. Yes. And clearly these are trying to be written in the in the vein of Roald Dahl. Really? And a lot of the blurbs are like, the new Roald Dahl. Um, and I just recently, uh, I just recently reread James and the Giant Peach Mm-mm. and like reading this one now, I do see it. I do see it. So I don't know. Interesting. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if you're a fan, are you going to come to this and be like, mm. but I think we, we kind of just like, like that off center kind of sense of humor, the little bit of like, what is yeah. happening? Yeah. You know, you never really know what's going to come with Roald Dahl. So yeah. that's, that's really what, what we like about it. So. Well, so far this one has been definitely off kilter. It's yeah. been a little naughty and just, okay. to, just a touch disturbing here and there. <laughs> just, just a little well, you know, Just the giant little... peach flying through the air and yeah, them all potentially right. dying. Like, I mean, it can, it can be yeah. a little... Oh, no, no. Yeah, lots of... I, I can see it. Lots we of crazy stuff goes on in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. Yeah, but that's true, too. I don't know. I, I was not familiar with this. This was something Weston got for Christmas. I wasn't familiar with this author or this book before, and he has lots of books. <laughs> uh, it's a nice, thick... Uh, still junior level, but nice yeah. and thick. Lots of illustrations and stuff, and... Um, we're having a good time with it so far. Well, we will have to check that out then. I guess you will. Very cool. Uh, back to the list here. Number three, nine weeks on the list, a little bit newer. <clears throat> Gustavo the Shy Ghost by Flavia Z. Drago. A ghost learns to overcome his social anxiety. I don't think that's actually that new. I think that was at least last year's book. Darn it. Well, it's back and But popular. it's newer on the list. Newer yes. on the list. Okay. There we go. Uh, number two, ten weeks on the list, The Bad Seed Presents, The Good, The Bad, and The Spooky mm-hmm. by Jory John, illustrated by Pete Oswald. Bad Seed Seeks the Perfect Halloween Costume. There's another one of those little blue truck stories coming there. You don't want it to be like, a series. The Bad Seed does not need to take us through finding the perfect costume, I don't think. I agree with that. I like... I like the like the bad seed and the, the good egg couch potato good egg whatever it mm-hmm. is like I like that run okay. I like when they change it and they've got the different personality yeah. traits whatever you know like that's cool but I don't think I need to see bad seed picking out his Halloween costume either Do you know what I both my son and I just loved these books and I wish I could remember maybe it's Mac Barnett I don't know the the ones that were one was called Circle one was called Triangle one was called Square Yes Is that is that Mac Barnett Yes. Okay. He loved those. And Did I, he really? They're so, yeah, they're so weird and they're so funny. I liked, I liked those a lot. But it was the same kind of deal. It wasn't really like they were sequels. It was just kind of like, here's a new spin on this yep. world I or situation. So I like that, too. I, I kind of like that, the kids' books. Yeah. Number one, six weeks on the list, Change Sings by Amanda Gorman, illustrated yes. by Lauren Long. Amanda Gorman, of course, the inaugural poet 
uh, this last presidential election. She, she read that poem and I feel like every librarian in the world <laughs> was going to buy like her book and there was nothing, nothing. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like the only thing on the I need this. I know. I need her. I know. And finally, (laughs) like this was coming, but this was a long ways away from the inauguration. Yes, it was. I think it was just published. Like it was a couple weeks ago. I mean, however long it's been on there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Six weeks. Yeah. But it was just so funny because like everybody was looking. And so finally they put out like a hardcover of just the one poem she read. Yes. But that was a people wanted it. People wanted it and it wasn't there. Anyway, this is a children's anthem for change. Haven't read this one yet. Have you read it? I have not. I haven't been able to get my hands on it yet. I do like Lauren Long's illustration. Yeah, I think I've got one of his in my my list that I sent you today. Yep. Yes. I like the Otis books and stuff that he does. And yeah, a lot of good stuff. Absolutely. Any on here that, uh, like, what what tops your list here? What's the one where you're like, oh, I got to get that book, got to read that book? On, on my list there. Yeah. Well, the change things, but I know that one we're already okay. working on getting. Did any of these um, pique your interest that you didn't know about? I feel like you had all the numbers of all of these. Uh, I, I didn't know about the, the how to catch a unicorn. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm. So I would probably get that one, Reluctant even though I'm like, like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. But I, I mean, kids love unicorns and it's a good formula. So might as well use it, you know? Gustavo the Shy Ghost. Uh, that I like the look of that. That looks fun. It was a cute one. I, I remember getting that one and reading it and enjoying it because it was, you know, he's a ghost. He's not always going to be seen. So for a shy ghost, it kind of makes sense, you know, yeah. not just Casper either. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, those are the latest picture books. Let's talk some of Kate's favorites. Yes. So, Kate, tell me how you uh, how did you put together this list that we're looking at today? Well, I order so many yes. books <laughs> throughout uh-huh. a year that I honestly went back through my orders yeah. this year. And I was like, what did I order? You know, especially early on, because we were in an entirely different world then. So I couldn't remember off the top of my head. But I was like, what did I order? And I pretty much just went through and I was like, oh, that was a good one. Oh, that I loved the mm-hmm. illustration on that one. You know, like the things that I remembered, whether it was what the story was about, how it looked, or the characters that were portrayed, I really tried to get a good range yeah. of these are great representations of mm-hmm. one thing or another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and as I went through, I, I think I sent you like ten yeah. titles. Yeah. And and they were they were cream of the crop for me. All right. And now are these all from so these are relatively recent then? relatively yeah okay. there are a handful i i actually grabbed them all so that i would have them handy nice. but there are a couple that actually still have their new stickers oh, okay. on them all right so yeah they're 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 all this year published this year i mm-hmm. believe or late last year at mm-hmm. least and and in our library too so well i did read all of these to my son and did you? yes and he was very complimentary he was like how is she picking all of these hilarious and fun <laughs> books he really, it was Yay. blowing his mind. Some, we'll get to it, oh. but some of them, he was like rolling on the floor laughing. He just like loved them so much. Yes. That's so, what I live to hear. That's yeah, why. So I there this. you go. Instant feedback. He was, <laughs> he was all in. Did you have a favorite? Oh boy. I, I mean, I was. Or I was, a least favorite. We could start at the other end. Oh, um, you know what? This is what I wanted to get your opinion on. Because okay. we read Someone Builds the Dream by Lisa I Mueller. saw you two starred that on Goodreads. Okay, here's, here's, 
Here's what I want. I had a bone to pick with you. Okay, well, go ahead. Okay, so tell me, tell me why you picked it and like what what you liked about it instead. Okay, first of all, it's Lauren Long. The yeah, illustration. Right, that's the Lauren Long one. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes, it's I agree. soft but realistic. It's like a dream. Like every illustration that Lauren Long does, yeah. it's like you're looking at someone's dreams because they're realistic enough to be like, oh, wow, that's beautiful. But then it's so soft and like, like it's fuzzy almost. So I thought that was beautiful. And I thought that it's like, it's like an un unsung heroes kind of, you know, you don't always, I mean, yes, picture books, you get a lot of like construction equipment or heavy machinery, but to actually see the people doing the work behind those machines I thought between the illustrations and you know that kind of unsung hero yeah. vibe, I loved it. So here's so here's you. the thing. Here's the thing that hit <laughs> me weird about it, and I, I it must just be me because I don't see this in reviews or anywhere else. But I guess I sort of felt like they remain unsung because it was like it was like the architect you know draws a, a beautiful building, but someone has to build the dream. But it didn't like. Like, it showed the people, but it wasn't like, you know, an engineer has to do this or, like, a plumber has to do this. Like, it was still not saying what those jobs are. It was are. a little overarching, kind of. Well, I guess I felt like the point was that it was trying to highlight all the different work that gets done. But it was still only focusing on, like, the flashy or exciting part of the job. And then just kind of lumping all the behind-the-scenes stuff together. And I felt like that was kind of, like missing the point I could see a that. little bit so I don't I know I guess it. maybe that was just me but that that was my problem with that book I felt like well if you're gonna do that then like don't just name you know the corner office job like name right the other ones you know yeah and I mean as I'm as I'm glancing through it here I, I do see someone needs to plumb the pipes yeah you know but you know someone has to tighten the bolts but it's like okay so are they bolt tighteners is that their that's what i'm that's exactly what so i mean. I do i do yeah. see what you're saying yes. yeah but, yeah it's not and, like and the another, foreman has to or you know what i mean or an electrician right. has to it's just like i got you i got you there i can see that i think i think overall i thought it got the point across well enough yeah and then looking at the illustrations and there was I felt like there was a good amount of diversity in there with Definitely. the character representation. Yeah. There were women, there were people of color, yeah. there were men, you know, all shapes and sizes. So yeah. that was another bonus that I was like, yes, this is a good package deal kind yeah. of thing. But I can see, I can see your takeaway on that. Too, well, though. listen, I've been trapped home alone for so long. <laughs> You're like, no, but maybe this. I just, <laughs> maybe I'm just looking for a fight. I don't know. <laughs> I had to put Karma Wilson on there. I love I, the bear can't wait yeah yeah mm -hmm. i love these bear books i don't know why they are perfect for story time they're adorable they are bright and colorful i love the the story and the illustrations they're just again a really good package yeah. deal and and this is one series that i do always look forward to it's not like a little blue truck i can't wait to see bear mm -hmm. i just can't wait this was, I feel like the, maybe the first time this has ever happened, but I started reading this to my son and he was like, oh, is this the same book as like the bear, the bear can't snore or something. There's some snore book. Bear snores on. Bear snores on. That's it. And I was like, yes. oh, I, I don't know. You know, so I looked it up and it was. And he oh my had, goodness. he's like read the other books at school and was like familiar with the series and the format and everything. And he was like, oh yeah, I love these. And I was like, what? So. I thought, I thought that was cool because he was just like reading these independently, like at free time at school. 
Right? Because so, that's no. what I do too. I'm like, oh, I love the bear books. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he had the same reaction. Yeah, these were just fun. I mean, again, illustrations are, are so key in a picture book, obviously. And yes. this is a good use of, it's a good use of space, you know, like there's a lot going on, but it doesn't feel messy, you know, No. it's bright and full, but it's not chaotic. And, yep. and I mean, sometimes fun. it is, but I think that's kind of the point too. So, yeah. So I think it works. It's also a, a good amount of repetition, you know, yes. I mean, I, I know this is like a, <laughs> one of the, one of the like hazards of your job, but reading some of these <laughs> books aloud that you have to repeat the same thing a hundred times can get really... Uh, yeah. a lot and this with uh, <laughs> and bear can't wait I thought that worked you know like it was yes it and was that's a, that yeah. is kind of the formula yeah it's like this this and this but the bear snores on yeah. you know and it's the same thing it's that same formula every time but it's not it's not too forced no. in my opinion in those no. I think I think they do well enough that it plays out naturally instead yeah. of being like oh yeah here it is again it's, I think it strikes the right balance so that a kid can predict the rhythm, but it doesn't yes. feel like it'd be beaten over the head by it. And so I did yes. like that quite a lot. Unless you've read it 8,000 times, then it kind of And then, yeah, in which case. Yeah, yeah. So did Westy have a favorite out of the pile? What what had him Oh, rolling? definitely. Uh, no Pants. No Pants. Yeah? <laughs> uh, by Jacob Grant. Yes. That one. Oh, God. Right that from the so start. Good. I mean, he was, yes, he was, he was inconsolable he was laughing so hard <laughs> well and it was and that's another thing again if i i mean i am not up to snuff enough to like create a caldecott prediction list and some of these aren't aren't necessarily up to that level but if this was like miss kate's favorites of the year yeah. like like these are up there and this one was up there i mean the illustrations are are basic they're yeah. they're standard it's fine but the story was funny it was really from funny. page one yeah and like just I a think little kid won't, won't to... put pants on i mean that's the yeah. that's the plot which doesn't story. everybody have those days where it's like no yeah like we just we aren't doing the yeah. things that we have to do i don't want to so I thought it was so relatable as an adult as, and as a child. And then the little twist at the end of like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that worked really, really well. Yeah. No, you're right. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's fun to read. It's funny. It's got that touch of naughtiness, you know? Yes. Which, uh, which, which doesn't always... push. Yep. No. It's, it's just enough. Yep. Yes. I could see this being on like a, a short list for like the Seuss Geisel Award, maybe. You know, yeah, like the, the I think so too. style and everything of it seems just right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was a big hit. Definitely. That he also, for hit. similar reasons, uh, liked Sam's first word by B. Birdsong. Really enough, I knew you were going to say that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, on the cover of Sam's first word, it says in little uh, speech bubbles, say mama, say papa. And then coming out of Sam's mouth, of course, it says poop. Poop. So yeah. right from the cover, you get you get the idea about what's going on. Yeah, there, you know, it's, it's a good this, time adorable bright-eyed baby in fuzzy pajamas and it's like yep this is gonna be a good one yeah so you know again not winning a whole lot of awards in, in the upper echelon here but boy is this one popular yeah <laughs> it's cute and it's hilarious and you know it's and again it plays for the for the adults and the children yeah. like there are some books that i'm like who did they really write this for was this for for kids <laughs> yeah. or was this yeah. really written for their adults yeah. but this one was good for both yeah i really liked that one too i feel like my favorite from the list mm, it's a tough call but it one is. one of them was too crowded 
by Lena yes. Podesta. I just like that a lot about a goldfish trying to find the right the right spot. And it was it was just too much because I mean it was another one that was it was kind of funny, but this one at least had a balance of yeah. like it's funny, but also I kind of get it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when the the goldfish grows legs and walks out with a suitcase, yeah. I was like. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. I'll find a new house, he says, and off he goes. Like it was, you know, finding oneself and and going on an adventure, and then mm-hmm. kind of coming back to realize that maybe what you had wasn't so bad. Right. Like. Exactly. Yep. And I, I think it was a tidy little package as well. Yep. Yeah. So that one was your favorite favorite. That one and The Secret Fawn by Callie George, oh, I feel like were high on my list. The Secret and Fawn was really the good. Secret too. Fawn, I think. Uh, I, the illustrations in that are just so nice. Is that would you, is that yes. watercolor? Would you say or are those like? It does look like it. It's got at that least vibe. partly watercolor. Yeah. The backgrounds and everything definitely have that look to it. But I yeah, like it, books it, like it, that that are. I mean, it's it's interesting and it's engaging for kids, but it it has mm-hmm. kind of a. I don't know. It's just a very mellow, pleasant feeling, like when you're reading yes. it, which I think is nice. It's, and you know the the poor little girl through this story, the secret fawn. So what was it? She missed her whole family saw a deer and she saw didn't see a it. deer. Yeah. And then she kind of wandered off, but then she saw the fawn. Yeah. So it was her secret fawn. Right. So, you know, I mean, the poor girl is, is not pleased, No. but I don't feel like there was distress Mm-mm. in, in the storytelling or the images. Right. It was like, Oh, you know, maybe she was a little glum, but then it was, it was uplifting. Like, Oh, I got my own secret fawn. Yeah. So yeah, no, that was probably one of my favorites this year for illustrations. Top notch. It's just it's dreamlike entirely. Yeah. It's like you're yeah, you're that, looking yeah, through the true. clouds. Mm-hmm. And I just loved the soft, fluffy, soft, fluffy pictures. And I mean the close up I'm looking through it now, which isn't fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, but look at this. Yeah. But you know, there's close ups of dandelions. Mm-hmm. And in the background, it's just, you can tell just the shadow of the trees and it's just gorgeous. It's like, it's like everything at sunset kind of, you know, that golden hour when the sun comes in at that angle, that's the whole book. I could see that. I could see that showing up on a Caldecott like watch list. I think it could be. Absolutely. Uh, A book that you have on the list here that I feel like is the complete opposite of that is Stroller Coaster. (laughs) Yes. Wasn't that one wild? It is. And it has a very almost like a 1940s like felix the cat or like a tin tin kind of vibe to it you know yes the the and the i almost said animation which i think tells you a lot about the illustration (laughs) right yeah that's true (laughs) it's just it's big it's big and it's bold yeah and i honestly when i saw this one i was like oh yeah i liked that one but i couldn't i couldn't pinpoint exactly why but i think the illustrations and the story itself, it didn't stick with me the way that a couple of the other ones might have. Yeah. But I remembered being like, it felt like a roller coaster. As I yeah. read that yeah. book, it really did feel like you were just going on a ride. It was all movement all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked really well between the illustrations and the story that they were telling. I agree. I think the illustrations are really what make that book. Yes. You know, yes. And, and, you, I... and that was it. Like, I'm like, what even happened in that story? Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then you look at it and it's like, oh, yeah, right. I totally agree on the movement, though. I mean, it, it, I mean, you can almost see it moving. Like, that's what it feels like. Yes. Yes. Again, almost. I, I mean, if somebody wanted to make a short 
short film out of this yeah it would be easy enough done yep it was awesome really really good and again it's not my favorite kind of illustration but it worked mm -hmm. for what it needed to do yeah there. agreed um okay so we also had over the shop which i picked mostly this one again i didn't particularly like the illustrations but i liked the story behind it mm -hmm. this is the one Little that's girl, wordless right yes mm -hmm. little girl lives with which i'm not always a big fan of wordless books yeah there, there are very few mm -hmm. but you know little girl with lives with the grumpy older lady and they're trying to rent a place over the shop yeah and a lgbtq couple comes and wants to rent it and and the lady tries to just turn him away and the kid convinces them mm -hmm. convinces convinces the lady like hey let's give it a chance and they kind of you know, they, they find a piece. And I think that that representation in there was important in the story of just acceptance, kind of. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, like, and, and in the end, they kind of, spoiler alert, but they kind of uh, end up becoming a little bit of a family, which that's I nice. think was all that all of them needed. Yeah, so, that's nice. This so was that, one that, uh, that I didn't have access to remotely, so I didn't yes. actually, like, see the inside of it. But I felt like from what I, from like the cover image and what I was able to see online, it has kind of a 70s feel to the illustrations. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. Almost like a, uh, almost like peanuts or, yeah. you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a messiness to it, which I liked. Mm -hmm. I liked on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then last that I have on my list, uh, Fred Gets Dressed. Yep. Uh, by Peter Brown. Who I haven't forgiven oh. from The Wild Robot. I still, <laughs> I'm still sad about that book. That was that was a hard one. Yeah. that We can't talk about that. No. Um, <laughs> but I, I found really interesting. So Little Boy is just traipsing through the house naked. Yeah. And Which again, got, got a lot of fresh. laughs. Got a lot of laughs right? from my son. Yep. Like it's a solid start. And then wanders into mom and dad's closet and debates what clothes to put on yeah i put on dad's clothes which are all like brown and baggy and kind of boring <laughs> my clothes are cool it. that's all i'm saying my clothes are cool they're <laughs> oh, not okay. brown and baggy but okay fred's dad's fred's closet. dad's clothes yeah not weston's dad's closet right um <laughs> but you know he's kind of looking and comparing and then he sees mom's closet who has a range of colors and shapes and sizes mm -hmm. and and you know heights. There's there's just so much more variety. And Fred decides to dress up like mom. And you know there's this page where mom and dad walk in, and Fred's got a skirt and high heels and beads yeah. on, I think. And mom and dad kind of look at each other, and then they go and they start putting makeup on. Yeah. It's just like oh, sure. You know, yeah. it was like there was there was a moment where this story could go one way or the other. Yeah. And, well, and you kind of think he's going to get in like, trouble. Okay. You know, you kind yeah. of think he's going to get in trouble and they roll with it. Yeah, what I thought was effective about the book is that it doesn't feel like it's some heavy-handed message. It's just sort of like no. realigning the conversation to be about, like, kids are curious, you know? Exactly. Like, kids are curious to try things. And this was like, I, you know, I feel like this is the kind of thing that's changing or whatever. But when I was a kid, that was like a really big deal. Like, I remember... I agree. I remember, like, I wanted a Wonder Woman action figure, and everybody was like, that's that's, that's for girls. Like, why do you want a doll? And I was like, <laughs> I just, I like, you know. And and that was, like, a big thing. The podcast you know? can't see me right now, but there is steam coming out of my ears visibly. That, yes. That was, but like, it was. 
that was my experience growing up with with anything like that was always kind of like that's girl stuff you know and it was like Mm -hmm. I don't think the intention was to make me feel like bad or weird about it but I did you know I still wanted the Wonder Woman action figure and I saved up my money and got it but like that was but there's so many people who who wouldn't have you know it was like oh I'm not supposed to do this and and I think that's part of why I love this book is because there's no repercussions. There's just yeah. exploring, you know, exploring things. It's not even like exploring his gender or sexuality or anything. No, it's, it's just... got, well, it's got nothing to do with that. It's just. No. And this, this little boy, when I say little boy, I mean, Tyler, like two, maybe yeah, in right. this book. So it's not, I, I don't even think it's supposed to mean that explicitly. Mm-hmm. I think it is just exploration. It was just finding yeah. the fun and the colorful. And maybe if we wanted to use it as a teaching point, a talking point, yes, we could yeah. say this is this is a natural thing. Look at the comparison, you know, yeah. looking at the closets. That was that was what I took away from it. Was yeah. this is a natural thing for all children to do. And and he just chose what looked like the more fun option. Yeah. This makes me think of this. I feel like I have this story from my childhood that I that anytime this conversation comes up, I think about it. And that was I, I had this friend who lived like we lived a couple houses down, so we were always like running over to each other's houses and stuff. He came over to my house one day in like a complete panic because, and we were pretty little, because he was playing with nail polish and like painted I think just ah. one painted just one of his fingers, a fingernail painted the fingernail. Right. Not realizing that, like, nail polish doesn't just come off. You can't just, like, wipe it off. Oh, no. And he was in a panic that he was going to get caught. You know, like, right? he, he was so, like, we got to get this off before anyone sees it. It was really, like, really upset about it, you know? Yeah. And so I just, like, went into our bathroom and found nail polish remover and, and <laughs> like, wiped it off. But, like, I think about just how panicked he was that he was going to get caught and I'm using air quotes on caught because like (laughs) caught doing what you know yeah but that which that is that was the that was the mindset then and I think for a lot of people that's still the mindset now you know and I think a book like this is just a good way to sort of be like it's not a thing you know like it doesn't have to be a thing because somebody's curious about something you know I think that's what I loved about it too because it's just kids being kids and And this is reframing the way that parents can look at kids being kids. Like, we don't have to automatically be like, whoa, those are girls' clothes. Yeah. Clothes are clothes. The boy's dress now, isn't that enough? Right. Like, like, who cares? He's having fun. Yeah. You know, it's just, I feel like it's a very gentle reframing of a lot of mindsets. And I I really loved that. Yeah. I really did. That That was right up there on the top of my list. Probably for that reason like it delivered a message that could be taken on multiple levels yeah and it was it was really well delivered and and again the illustrations were well done because it was kind of muted tones Mm -hmm. like there was a lot of like almost brownish grayish and then there was some pink you know but it wasn't like it wasn't like a pop of color like stroller coaster all over the place so it was it used its palette wisely, mm-hmm. I felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I agree. There was a lot to that. It's fun to look at. The little kid running around naked, again, was a big hit. My yeah. son thought that was yeah. hilarious. It, it definitely ensues a giggle. And it's just like, you know, it's just a funny, cute story. And the illustrations, yes. like, back that up really well. Absolutely. I think that just leaves 
one on my list here, which is Our Shed, a father-daughter building story. Did you get a chance to see that one? That's another one that I couldn't find an, an online version of, so you have to tell me about it. Uh, so it's, it is very simply just a father and a daughter, and they build a shed. Mm. They make all the decisions, and they just... Uh, they, they build this shed and they decide what to do with it. And they are the only two characters mm. that you see them aging okay. throughout the story. They have to touch it up. Well, should we repaint it? This and that. And then it gets to a point where daughter comes with her son, mm-hmm. which would be dad's grandson right. now, you know, and they touch up the shed. And so it's just kind of like a generational, nice passing down. Yeah. The, Sounds kind the, of sad. You know, it's shed a little bit like I there were no deaths okay it, it didn't get quite to that point okay. but you, you know it was the whole she grew up passage of time I took yep. it to yeah the passage of time and and it seemed I mean we have no evidence against or for this but it seemed like it was just girl and dad mm-hmm. oh and I see. so you know mm-hmm. for them to have that time together mm-hmm. and and those experiences and then for mom to turn around then and share that with her son in the future was, it was touching. And I liked the fact that, you know, I think that the daughter was allowed to make the decisions, mm. you know, it wasn't like dad was in charge and she was his helper. They were a team. Yeah. And, and I liked that that lifted, lifted the daughter up a little bit, you know, instead of, because I always have my feminist class. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. You know, so <laughs> so she was she was able to be lifted up to to being on a level with with her father in this project, mm-hmm. and I liked that, and I think it was nice to see that then she turned around and did that with her own son as well. Yeah. So that that was my takeaway from it, and uh, illustrated by Carrie O'Neill, which I don't recognize the art or the name specifically but very clean looking okay um like sharp sharp corner sharp crisp kind of thing but colorful and bright and really beautiful too nice do you know any anything by carrie o'neill by by name no not by name it's not one that i recognize yeah but well i think this was a very fun list and like i said i got two thumbs up from my son there wasn't you know i don't what? think there was anyone in here that he was like oh that's boring he was he was all for it so. and you know had i not created this list on some of my favorites there there were some that i ordered this year that i was like oh not my favorite oh, really? you know which which <laughs> happens it yeah. always happens i hope that it i hope somebody else loves it or i hope that it serves a purpose yeah. somehow but you know i'm like oh yeah these are my favorites nice. and like there are a couple others i probably could have thrown on there but I think I think I compiled my favorite ten. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So we have all these in the collection then that must mean because these are from your orders. Yes. And they're all on my desk currently, so <laughs> I'll make sure that <laughs> Right. Once After they make their record, way back from Kate's desk. I will put them back on the shelves so other people can enjoy them too, I guess. Out. <laughs> all right. Well happy picture book month. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> you too. All right, Kate, what do we have coming up in the next couple of weeks here in November, um, December? Well, let's see. I've got Dino Lanterns on November 29th oh, at yeah. 6 o'clock at mm-hmm. Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday at 6 o'clock, not 6 o'clock at Monday, whatever. <laughs> um, in the exhibition room. And uh, so we've got these cute little glass jars that we'll, we'll fill up and, and put some stickers on. They're really cute. Also, the first... Monday in December, we are going to be making cards for some of the nursing home residents in the area. Oh, that's great. 
um, Ardent Solutions sent out this this idea that like, hey, let's let's get as many groups as we can to send some cards to our to our folks that are Very in the cool. resident care facilities. So so that's that's what we will be doing on Monday. I believe it's December sixth. Mm-hmm. So so that we can do all that. So hopefully lots of people come out and uh, you know we we get lots of cards to those folks. Nice. Um, other than that, we've got what we've got our uh, holiday fest coming. That's up right. Too. Yep. Not awful long. Yep, the annual mm-hmm. uh, Friends Trimetry event on December 11th. We've got the Nutcracker yes. coming back. A lot of lot of yes. cool things. A lot of cool things cracking at the David A. Hill Public oh, Library. Oh, I see what you did this there. This season. <laughs> All right. Well, Kate, always a pleasure to chat with you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for twisting my arm to get back on here. It's never as You're bad welcome. as I think it's going to be. Well, that's what I can tell you, <laughs> as I tell you that every time. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye.